Welcome back to the channel once again. Liam is my name and I'm glad that you've clicked this video once again. I'm here with great friends of mine. Here I have Tina. Tina is from B&T Lifeline. That is a very, very serious channel. Uh, make sure that you go and check it out after this video. Then I have a good friend of mine called Maskman. Uh, Maskman, could you kindly um, tell us about yourself in a few words? Hello everybody. Uh, my name is Maskman. I love to be called Maskman. It's my AKA. Um, I am a, a good friend of Willie and also a good friend of Tina and glad to be here. Nice to have you here, uh, Maxman. Then uh, Tina, Tina, she's from uh, B&T Lifeline. This is a very, um, very interesting channel here in Uganda. We love it for things like real estate. Um, she, she, she tells us stories about things happening in Uganda, things like lifestyle, all those interesting cool things. And also farming. And farming, yes. Uh, currently <laughs> she's into farming and she's doing amazing things. If you really want to know how you can start a free range farm sort of system, kindly go and check out her videos they are amazing so Kina uh, tell us a little bit more about um, your channel oh well like you've already said we be anti lifeline is a youtube channel that you can definitely not regret subscribing we do a lot of things in regards to real estate lifestyle then also farming like you already said we have a mixed free range farm that you can definitely have something to learn from because this is where we are doing things in to teach people to teach the population on farming and how farming is done in uganda absolutely thank you so much yeah. tina now i had to engage my friends here tina and maskman here we want to talk about the things that are currently affecting us and one of those things right now is the pandemic that is covid 19. Yeah. how has it changed the way we do things currently how is business happening say transportation even farming itself mm. what are the hassles that we are facing currently what are those hurdles and how are we going about them uh, currently right now we have a lockdown uh, because of the second wave in uganda here there's a, a second lockdown that is going for 42 days we've gone a couple of days but um, this has impacted us in several ways and we're going to discuss ways on how we're, we're currently uh, doing our businesses because business has to continue. Yeah. So I'll, I would want to start with the mask man who can probably share with me what he thinks transportation has become lately. Uh, what are the challenges that you have found in your line of work and how are you currently maneuvering? Well, thank you, Liam. That's a beautiful question. Uh, I'll be sharing mostly my personal experiences. Um, but this pandemic has, you know, had a great impact on the transport industry in Uganda. Uh, if you come to Uganda now, we are in a lockdown. This is not the first of its kind. Last year, we were in a lockdown for so long where all vehicles were banned from moving on the road, be it private, be it public, except uh, for the cargo trucks and a few uh, essential workers. Um, for, for Right now, for this second lockdown that we are in, things are a bit lax to the um, to the professionals. There's mm. the so-called essential workers. This includes the health workers, the nurses, doctors, and so on, and the engineers, you know, and other people who who operate in that line. Of but um, 
on an individual basis, transport is a huge challenge due to yeah. the pandemic because of the lockdown, which is intended to curb the spread of the virus. Um, an individual moving, you know, for anything, you either have to have um, your personal motorcycle and you must be able to ride and you know how many, uh, you know, how big the population is that cannot ride motorcycles. Or you, you either have to have a, a motor, I mean, a bicycle, not a motor, but a bicycle. And, you know, very few people do, um, are able to actually ride those bicycles and if you're going a long distance you really see the inconvenience that has come uh, with the pandemic uh, on the other hand though the business people uh, well as cargo is you know authorized to move business is not locked uh, you, you you may not be able to go and transact your business as usual uh, for example your shipment has come in going to the URL offices to clear it is a hassle. Uh, currently, the restriction comes with a travel permit. One to move from yeah. one place to another, you get a travel permit, which is only got from the Ministry of Works and Transport. That itself is a long process. Uh, it was laid out, guidelines were put in you know, press releases. But up to now, people who have applied for travel permits 18 days down. Uh, I've not yet received some mm. of them. They have not mm. got so it's a not, response. Mm. Yeah, not receiving so. you know, a permit, but even a response will tell you whether they will authorize you to travel or not. Mm. Really? Uh, in general, this uh, pandemic has affected uh, individuals in, in a very bad way. Imagine. Uh, they do allow the sick, you know, the pregnant to go and access the health services. But the person who takes you mm. will be scared to come. Will be scared to you. come without you. Yeah, and also even like getting into the hustle, you know how they stop the cars all the time. So mm. I feel it's just a big challenge because the situation right now, there are so many roadblocks, right? So movement is really so, so bad, whereby the roadblocks road are very many. If you have a very a patient in a critical condition, Trust me, the person may not even reach the hospital, the hospital facilities, because because of these roadblocks, because maybe cars have been blocked because of you movement. You need to wait for the personnel to judge whether you are genuine, genuine sick or, or not. not. Yeah. So, and these guys are not doctors. Some people may not may not look sick, but mm. they have something maybe for medical checkup. People who are going for reviews, mm. but still they will not be restricted. They will be restricted to move. So it's really so difficult. That's what I should really say on his point. Yeah, Sorry for interrupting. Uh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you're, you're right. It's very difficult to 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 go and get the the, the permission to mm. so that you can drive your car and, and take whoever needs to go to the hospital. Anywhere. Yeah. And, and um, what is the criteria for getting the permits? Mm. Well, according to the press release that I read, are uh, you the authorized body to issue out? Uh, travel permits the Ministry of Works and Transport. Mm. So you write uh, to there, there's um, uh, an email that uh, email address where you express your interest of applying for a permit. Mm. And, where, and the procedure is when you express your interest with backing documents, mm. they give you logins to a certain you know web portal. Mm. So when you go and log in, punch in the details of the, the car, the individual who will be driving the car. And the purpose and the position that you hold in your organization, for example, if you're a director, and the purpose why you are requesting for a permit, maybe travel from work to work. Mm. And then when uh, they verify that the information you given them is genuine, mm -hmm. uh, they send you uh, an online uh, permit. 
Oh, okay. which you either print out. You print it out. You can print it out, or you can have a digital version of it. The most important. So how do they verify? It has a a barcode. Okay. And if you have a smartphone and a barcode scanner, you simply scan the barcode and get the details of the vehicle and who's supposed to drive it. The other way is um, if uh, you don't have a smartphone, uh, they they send your number plate to a certain you know code uh, any telecom company subscribe to, and it will give them instant feedback as to whether that. Vehicle is it's authorized. Uh, okay, that's interesting. Wow, that's interesting, uh, Maskman. Thank you for for that insight. So, for those that are not in Uganda currently, I think you understand where we're coming from. If you realize that uh, people are not getting back to you as, as as fast as they should in terms of picking up things that you've brought in the country, things that have been uh, imported into the country, if you realize that delays, and you don't understand why uh, your your business is looking different because. Some of you are operating businesses, you, you have footprint here. In other words, your businesses are running here and you're wondering why things are really a hassle. Exactly, Maskman has explained that getting things in transit is really a problem. Yeah, next I wanted to ask Tina what mm. your thoughts are about uh, work right now. There are people that used to go to offices for work mm. and right now we know many of them are not in offices anymore because of of the widespread of, of this pandemic. Of pandemic, many of them I understand have been allowed, have been uh, authorized to go and work from home. Yeah. So I wanted to find out how was this? How is how, how have you managed to continue working from home? Well, working from home is not really that very easy, as you may think, because it comes with challenges. Mm -hmm. Because of course, most offices, most private organizations are really resorted to working making their workers work from home mm -hmm. so working from home comes with the challenges of internet you know our country already has the bad history of internet our internet is not stable mm -hmm. the internet runs out very fast for most people so most people were working from home because you have to work remotely you know at your home so it is very difficult internet wise maybe you don't have stable internet so communication among us the the team or people at office may be very difficult so in case you want to communicate with your partners for me who's doing business currently may be very challenging because i can't get in with them i can't get in touch with them as like very fast because of delays because of maybe internet connections misbehaving here and there so that is one of it then another challenge that i think most people are having because of working from home is the environment most of it is not really healthy find that you have a family you have kids you have a husband you have a family a big family you mentioned a husband <laughs> so you make it sound like he's an issue really no you like keep out of the way while you're working <laughs> <laughs> husbands are like babies <laughs> so really when you add in there you, husbands are like babies they're sure. like your babies if you're a woman in a family so they need care they need that attention mm. they expect when you're at home you need to you know african men ugandan mm. men mm. they need you to get them maybe tea even mm. if you're really home they know that you're really working they need food they need all that Wash and you eh? Wash their feet. <laughs> <laughs> no please <laughs> but there's that yeah. attention like from mm. all sorts of everything so in case you may be married so it's really difficult from the children because children will not understand that mommy is maybe working from home or maybe dad is working from home this applies to even the the men so they will not understand that because 
you at home maybe they think it's a holiday for the for the young ones they will not really understand that so it will become an inconvenience mm -hmm. to most people look at maybe if you're not staying you're staying with other people in the home maybe you have to set up your own office and maybe you don't have enough space in the house but you have to set up somewhere but it's an inconvenience to them because they cannot express themselves properly mm -hmm. at home because they have to give you you know room to work room to do whatever you're trying to do and it's also an inconvenience to you because you cannot do much so of course it's good i should say that at least business is going on even if you're working from home because business has to to move on so i think working from home has really helped because most people have tried to push their businesses not to just stop everything because of the covid situation so i feel it has the good and the bad but that's how we are really managing it here then another thing that i should really say about working from home for business people i think it has affected more of the informal sector mm -hmm. let me say like people who, who have been having shops downtown, downtown yeah. yes like people whose shops were closed completely not to operate trust me those people are really suffering remember the first lockdown it was after it was eased a little bit people used to at least move around with their cars and sell in their cars maybe the clothes maybe something your merchandise you put in your car put in on the street then you call guys to come and check out what you have mm -hmm. but right now no movement from your house sure. you cannot move with your car anywhere and online businesses are becoming very tricky mm -hmm. because remember people have things to sell mm -hmm. but delivering the delivery prices have also gone up and you can't trust anyone right now people are scared our means of delivery here are through the border guys right the motorcyclists so most people really fear to use even that transportation because this guy may be hijacked may because of even of the time restrictions that we have here remember because these guys can operate up to 5 p.m and of course sometimes the deliveries can go up to late so most of these guys may not be able to sufficiently do what you're supposed to do even if you're doing online business at home so those are some of the challenges i can maybe think of right now yeah, you actually mentioned online mm -hmm. um right now we i mean if your business is not online we, we, we don't know exactly what you're up to because uh, to be honest we do not know how long uh, this lockdown might take yeah. i understand now even in australia they have another lockdown in south africa I think they're having their third lockdown. Mm -hmm. They're calling it the third wave. Mm -hmm. So we do not know how long this is going to take. Now the informal sector people that you talked about, of course many of them probably do not know about the internet that they can have their businesses uh, online. Others have their own personal issues. Why they, they, Some of them, they, they, that's, how, that, that's the only way they know how to operate. Mm -hmm. They're just offline guys. You, you won't find them online. They are literally just they, they know they are brick and mortar yeah, kind true. of life whereby um, I station myself somewhere. I just have my shop here. Please. Yeah, it's a wholesale shop. Come and pick up whatever you want. So mm -hmm. some of them um, probably they don't know where to start from. But I think the, that this is a lesson that we need to really get on board. We have to get online. Uh, we have online stores like Jumia. We have like Oduka where you can buy electronics, chikubo things like online. that. Chikubo online. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I think it is, it's a wake-up call, we just can't operate the way we used to. Yeah. Um, but sadly, uh, I don't know whether we picked any lessons from the very first lock, lockdown. I do not know I whether think we picked we did. any lessons. I think we picked so many lessons yeah. because remember how, how, happened, how mm. it all happened. Remember the first lockdown, most people did not have more of online. Mm. 
mm. compared like if you to compare how it was before the lockdown most people now started transitioning to online businesses now so online business right now is far bigger than it was so those are the lessons yeah it's now booming and people have learned to use their force to use social media facebook instagram at least open up youtube like to, to run their business to create awareness in the population so i feel there is something that really learned it is just this time around that it was a hard blow we didn't expect yeah, to was, get a, this lockdown it was instant we didn't have like three days to uh-huh. go pick your merchandise from your store so yeah. right now you you, you move your, your business at home. At home, yeah. yeah i think there are other benefits that have come uh, with the pandemic mm-hmm. and uh, the lockdown in particular uh, back in the days speaking about the work uh, environment we we used to have big rush hours in the morning and evening going to work but nowadays uh, the, the traffic is not as heavy because mm-hmm. people are working from home and that comes with a saving to the family mm-hmm. the daily transport to and from work is now a saving which can you know be put aside to do something for the family um, and then the other issue is people have adopted more uh, of the healthy behaviors compared to the unhealthy yeah the sedentary life is kind of reducing because being in the house all day it's a bit stressful you find that you know after doing the work or you know before going in for work with the early birds someone has to find something to break the fatigue to break yeah. the stress you know and brighten their lives up so the more people are exercising more people are jogging you know? and I think uh, health-wise uh, we are scoring to those who are intentional yeah. because there is a lot of emotional people having mental issues yeah there are lots of um, issues going around I've seen some people on Twitter there's that um, a feature called Twitter spaces right now yeah. we are discussing um, 40 is it 40 days of, of mental health mm. so it seems like there's really an onset of mental um, issues going around yeah true now you, you as a how, medical you person you know how the, the mental advice. challenges are coming up mm. because we are breaking the social space mm. we are we used to socialize a lot and interact physically mm. now covid 19 comes with a restriction of keep a physical distance don't mm. go to visit you know, don't go to visit, don't hang out yeah. in the social you remember how we used to speak? yeah weekends, like weekends friday yeah, yeah you're gonna have to party <laughs> there. like every day is a function mm. that would bring your mood yeah but now you're looking you towards know, like the weekend the reverse is mm. very true imagine for people who don't have families you are alone in your house all the entire day thoughts that are going to come to you the boredom is going to drive you crazy and either get into depression depression or even um, you know a worse uh, mental state mm. that's why and, and you know like in every month there is a good yeah mm. we're getting into depression i think but, i was telling william the other day about it like i was like oh my god i think i'm getting depression like at least i have mm. to make phone calls and call my friends and first mm. laugh a bit to relax myself yeah, out yeah. so i call him we talk we laugh all day yeah. i call you mask man and you've seen me call you like in the morning then we talk we really laugh and so that i can relax you're not going off the phone why i'm not going off the yeah, phone because talk. even the minutes that i load right now is just i never i wasn't a person who used to make phone calls cause like that that was not me That's if true. you really understand mm-hmm. but nowadays when people get shocked when they see me calling them because i just want to keep myself entertained and i want I think to it is a very good thing mm-hmm. during these hard times or uh, it is not business as usual no one mm-hmm. is prepared for this it is very important to give a courtesy call to anyone mm-hmm. it cheers you up but it has a bigger effect even to the other person yeah. that is all into yeah true. I mean, it is a broad topic we can discuss we can discuss another thing yeah and and you know the other thing i appreciate so much about this 
pandemic in the business world mm. in the work in the job market world mm. everyone is embracing technology yeah true back in the days you know the world is moving at a terrible speed mm. yeah. growing technology wise it used to happen before but many people were paying a deaf eye like mm. uh, paying a deaf ear they were like technology is not for me i can you know drive and drop off the merchandise to anyone anywhere i want in the country i could load it on the bus but right now when the physical movement is restricted believe me the only way to survive is mm. technology yeah, at work you can virtually meet yeah uh, there is you know zoom zoom is booming microsoft teams is yeah booming, and other you know conferencing yeah. applications are coming mm. up and people are learning to use the technology the technology the same applies uh, to those downtown shops chikubo mm. online this is an application that was built to boost the business for the people for the people downtown, downtown. Mm. who are locked and can't reach their stores mm. right now so mm. what you do get online uh, look for a product that you want order for it and someone will be there to yeah. give it to exactly you. Yeah, i think uh, it's good even the, the the very last person the local ones as long as you need to keep earning you are going to go on your first and is, you know the future yeah no, that's the future with more of online business transactions people mm. cut the costs you know it is so, so it preaches far compared to you know yeah the, the connections that we get through one and two. yeah that is so, so true. to me that is the good yeah. on the other hand that has come out of the pandemic and the yeah. mm. but i think also uh, like you've mentioned people are moving online but don't you think we'll, we risk a situation whereby uh, landlords are not going to see people occupying their buildings in town because you see when somebody is running a small business sometimes they risk it all for the rent mm. and now people are moving to their homes yeah as and there are going to be a situation whereby people are, are, are going to move are going to get into the zone of why don't i just operate uh closer why, why, why don't i have my goods at home mm. and i call up my border border guys my my cyclists and whoever to transport whatever i want now this might eventually affect uh, business might affect businesses that people that have their own buildings that uh, are supposed to be open for tenants. So I'm thinking there's the, the advantages to this, and as well as disadvantages. I'm sure. That is so true. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure those that own buildings are, are concerned. Yeah. Yeah. But I think the the, the thing about Kampala is that uh, so many people, especially uh, if we say downtown Kampala, uh, there's there's a culture whereby people think that that is where the cheapest things come from. Yeah, true. So they will still come to downtown. Yeah, they always come there. Things. So. So there's there's that group of people that will still maintain the culture of our shops are open. Are open if so you want things that are cheaper on wholesale, come that side. please come and meet us. So mm. um, I, well, that is really what is happening. I also wanted to find out from uh, say Tina, if you're into farming. Mm. I mean, if you you, you know now there's uh, you can't cross from one district to another. To another, yeah. How is this happening? What are the exceptions right now? Because obviously, if it's a huge farm and you're living far away from the farm, mm. you, you can't just abandon it. Yeah, you can't. You need a level of supervision at that location. Yeah. But then you also, as the owner of the farm, I mean, how are you going about this whole situation of having to go to the farm and, and, and seeing what's going on? Yeah, like the, the president said, address that farmers or agriculture should remain operating so but of course you should be in that district so mm. me exceptional we are living in kampala we can't cross over to Lowero. but the good thing i should say uh, we are just among the lucky ones whereby we have a team back that side we have a management we have the workers we have a manager and also his 
his assistant so everything is moving on so well for us i shouldn't talk about other people because alice is really trying his best to make sure that we are also happy this side because he knows the situation doesn't want to disappoint us because we are going through a lot this side so everything is going on so well but also we got we also get a chance sometimes of course to move that side yes with the team at least because remember they only allow three people in the car so part of my team of course goes that side my partner goes that side of course with someone with at least one of the officials helping us to guide us through the way yeah that's yes. how it is and i think um to, to the farmers and other business you know people uh, there is one open gate for you to continue moving mm. and that's uh, if you have a cargo cargo truck, cargo truck yeah, cargo truck. or yeah so some people yeah. do have uh, those farm cars which are in the form of cargo trucks mm-hmm. like you know pickup cars or at, at least uh, two people can board and you know and go crossing yeah crossing that side they're not stopped uh, they're not stopped no restrictions okay. they can move any time mm. of the day unlike the other mm. uh, private cars and the beauty truck. of it is mm. to entirely break the transmission of Okay. Mm. Yeah. So, so if you're out there and you can afford a pickup car, mm. buy it. Well and you'll good. be able to go to your mm. farm, you'll be able to go to your business premises mm. and continue transacting. So the same implies to people that are into fast moving consumer goods like um, juice, uh, soft drinks, water. Yeah. And basically all those fast consumer moving goods, they can all be delivered to to the shops where they're supposed to go. Yeah. Yes. Because people are supposed to eat. People, people are have to, to eat, survive. Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. So, and um, I think mm. it's important we don't uh, leave out the education. How it has education, impacted. yes. Yeah. yeah, education has really been impacted. You know, students had just reported mm. back to school. Then after just a few months, they were stopped. But I think it has really helped because the spread had really increased in these schools and of course most schools weren't reporting the cases because they need to, they were just from the other lockdown, they were not making money, especially for the private schools. So you find that they were not making money at that time so they kept quiet thinking they're going to maintain the kids in school but the spread really increased among the students if you're to realize because most kids that came from school had the COVID. They just treated them from home for mm. depending on the statistics that we really had mm. on social media mm. most kids really had they were suffering and they were reporting of course to their parents because they told them when they're in school just mm. keep quiet okay. do not tell your parents about the whole situation so them getting to school and getting sick and also spreading it was mm. really so bad but of course people had to survive people wanted money wanted the school fees and this also affected now the parents who had just paid their school fees and kids were brought back home back home yeah so it's a big blow to them to the parents a big blow to the to the owners of the schools but it's just because of our health so i feel it was a good thing at the same time it is bad of course it's affecting the economy it's affecting both parties but it's for our own health let's just be be patient for this yeah. time then with at least when things get back to normal we shall continue the studies i was talking the other day with one of my aunties talking to her she was telling me like yes students need to study you know people will be blaming themselves maybe like okay i'm going to study for over two years for just i mean i'm going to, to study longer yeah 
in the same class same compared class, yeah. to how people used to study but studies do not end you know all the mm -hmm. people who keep mm -hmm. studying people, sorry, there's sorry. adult education so oh. it is just patience mm -hmm. for the students who are out there who are complaining who are who feel really depressed because of the current situation do not be depressed you will always study there's no age limit for education so just be patient when things stabilize when things get back to normal mm -hmm. we shall go back to school yeah, yeah and the students the learners at home and they have to be supervised by their parents if the yeah. parents are working from home or if there's an auntie and it's a challenge because you know there's a lot of divided attention mm, the little lot. one is trying to learn but then there's a, a younger one maybe pulling up things and all that because I've, I've seen i've seen a, a friends of mine trying to really mm. um, <laughs> get their kids to study online mm. uh, but um well we, we thank we we, we it's good that there's technology that allows our learners to learn from from home from home yeah and i think we should make this uh, a normal practice mm. yeah and i, I think should. i think this uh, break from school mm -hmm. really gives parents a chance to to connect with their children true you will appreciate many many parents here leave a sole responsibility of bringing up this child to, mm. to, to, to you know to the school yeah. uh teaching them the virtues teaching them you know what the values, what they should believe in, how to behave in society, is all left in school. And you know the peer influence that comes, you know, uh, with, with being at school. And I think that is a huge responsibility that sometimes parents, you know, for obvious reasons, don't get enough time to be with their children. Yeah, true. But now that we are all at home, mommy, daddy, and the children, parents, uh, I think we should use this time productively. Yeah. Children as well can get stressed, very stressed by the way. Yeah. Uh, don't ask me for now how, but they do. You should yeah, know. they do. We, we, we really need to connect more with our children, bond more with them, and teach them the virtues, the family uh, values and morals. morals as, you yeah, know, we true. want them to be. Let's uh, as they as we prepare them to go back to school we shouldn't leave them you know hanging but on top of the school well, you know some schools send packages at home we need to continue stimulating our kids at home but very important to teach them uh, the, the, the morals, morals. That yeah that is so true i wanted to ask um, how are churches surviving wow this lockdown of course the online churches that is a bit about it yeah. everything like massman said earlier on technology like everyone is embracing that technology currently so even churches the are mosques, doing yeah. yeah the mosques places are all worship. doing yeah places of worship are all embracing the online services so mm -hmm. they're going online they're spreading the gospel in case you want to sow a seed through yeah. mobile, mobile money yeah, mobile banking <laughs> mobile banking all that so all platforms mm -hmm. are there for the churches also to survive so i feel of course it is not really nice to us people who who are used to going to a worship place mm -hmm. like to go meet your people interact with the with the priests mm -hmm. interact with the sheikhs but this time around we have to be just patient but i think mm -hmm. it's a good thing for us now sure. that everything is online mm -hmm. so you can pray from your home you just organize with your with your families i've seen families who even dress up on sundays and just worship in their in their in their that living is, rooms that is interesting yeah it is very interesting but that is it you got you know how ugandans are like sundays are like families to Family, go yeah, to church family. so you dress up so it's just a norm it's just the culture mm -hmm. like you dress up be nice look clean put on tv then you start worshiping exactly. in your living room like Tina has mentioned, really, mm. God is omnipresent. Mm -hmm. It's the beauty yeah. and yeah. the sole advantage out of the situation, wherever you are, 
your prayer and you will listen and answer mm. your prayer. Yeah, true. Uh, um, the trends our families are getting together, uh, building each other in religion more because they have the time, they do this on a routine. For example, personally, my family is growing stronger in religion. Yeah, mm. so we true. have all the time to pray together. Mm. We are committed, we have a routine. Mm. Uh, if wow. fasting, you, mm. we yeah. are there to encourage to you. To encourage each other. Yeah. Do, do, do ask. Do you fast? But I'm telling you the beauty that is <laughs> probably fast uh, from nine o'clock to to, to midday. Oh, okay, mommy, continue. Me, you, uh, my resilience now when mm. I'm doing this with my family is way better than if uh, we, you know, we were not yeah. together living. Yeah. Like everyone is going to do yeah, so there. Yeah, I think that is another good thing that is mm. coming out of the and you know God yeah. promised us mm. that if in such times of pandemics, you know, uh, and other disasters, if we turn to him, the mm. whole nation praise him and mm. you know leave uh, the devil and his actions, yeah, he's gonna take them all away. Yeah. And my That's hope true. is you know, Amen. as I pray, mm. you two should be there praying that you know God for us to get through yeah. all the situation. Mm. That's true. I've noticed something very interesting mm. is mm. Uh, in the very first lockdown, obviously, uh, all churches were locked down and many of them got onto line. Many of them got mm-hmm. online, yeah. but there are those that never had uh, <laughs> that never had presence online. Mm. I don't know what is happening to such people, but I think it's time for pastors or ministers, in which, whichever category they are in, to ensure that their ministries are online. They're online. The, the purpose of that is you, you need to be in touch with your people so that you can encourage them yeah true. people are going through so much mm. so they, they, they are really they don't know where to turn to and then i've also noticed that um, some people are not actually going back to church anymore because they know there's is that the, the online alternative online, yeah, they are so simply true. remaining home to watch until there's until yeah until there's a, a solution that is a hundred percent to this situation. Yeah, true. Many of them just turn to YouTube or Facebook, Facebook and stream the sermon and everything. So um, basically, I think those are the changes that we are seeing currently. In yeah, our, those are the major changes. In our society, changes. in our communities, uh, some of them are really nice. Others uh, have come with their very own challenges. Challenges. I think there's yeah. one more we need to talk yeah. about before. We mm-hmm. mm-hmm. How do you find health sector? Oh my God, I the think it's sector. one of the biggest things that I've mm. had so far from what I've seen from my friends and family. Health sector has taken advantage of the population, mm. especially the private hospitals. You realize most of the people, if you go to the private hospitals, they are overcharging. True. Like oxygen, True. people who are getting COVID may not yeah. go to the main hospital, but you may just go maybe to these private hospitals. Mm-hmm. They have the prices, the prices even for consultation from the medicine, from there's a receipt that was even going online one time yeah. for is it some hospital I'm not going to mention of, but the the prices that they had put for each and everything was beyond everyone's imagination. So I think this is what is happening in so many private hospitals whereby they're taking advantage of the situation to overcharge because you want your your patient to survive, because you want them to live. So they're taking advantage of putting pressure on the people not to even survive, really. True, Maskman, I think you can comment on that because I think you've really, you've seen the first wave Mm. and now you're seeing what is happening in this second wave and what is government's position? What should it do? The government is very committed, by the way, yeah. to supporting uh, all 
rich people or i mean the entire population challenge is you know we are a third world country <coughs> sometimes the facilities are not enough for everyone but it is committed and its position is to ensure that everyone is planned for um i think that the hugest challenge now is they are overwhelmed all mm. the government facilities are overwhelmed wherever there is an intensive care unit the beds you know the bed capacity is quite low compared to the population mm. and you know all the bed spaces are taken even the high dependence units everywhere is well, that's why they are you know they are resorting to a situation where, that, where if you are not in that critical condition in courts, they yeah. don't admit you to a, a government facility. Rather, uh, they have um, they have formulated uh, uh, guidelines of mm. you know self medication, yeah. home yeah. care for for someone for suffering some. from non severe mm. COVID. Uh, but also, I think um, where they are failing somehow is you know the structure has the private and the government, yeah. the public and the private. Uh, the private sector now is becoming very expensive. And if you listen to their side, their reasons are genuine. Oh. Yes, they are genuine. I was listening into a certain doctor, you know, following. And the reasons they give are very genuine. Okay. For example, conditions are not the same. First thing is um, the doctor who will come to take care of you, he knows you are, you know, a patient of COVID-19. COVID, yeah, it's highly contagious. infectious. He's at risk. He needs mm. to get a risk allowance because he can contract the COVID from you and take it back. We've had of families family. that get wiped yeah. because of COVID. So even the, the other sundries that are used, they suit the protective wear that doctors use and nurses in a hospital to take care of. It's all high. And if you listen to them uh, entirely, they are somehow... I think where the government needs to perform better is to come in and regulate. And regulate your The regulation is, is on an individual basis. Everyone is doing their own. Everyone is setting their own prices. Uh, as a regulator, I think that's where the government needs to it's come in. If it means waiving off taxes for some, you know, hospital equipment and supplies, let them do that. If it means, you know, because we know the suppliers, we know the prices, they can you really do better. Yeah. To regulate. But currently, the situation in private hospitals, as the saying goes, directly translated, when you go there and mm-hmm. you are in a critical condition of COVID-19, you are going to buy life. You know, the last words for me is um, this... COVID-19 is real. It is claiming many lives in Uganda currently as we speak. 14 people out of 100 who get sick to die. Oh and in God. every 10 people you see 4 do have COVID-19 symptomatic or asymptomatic. And these other strains that are coming in are really more contagious. They are more infectious. Meaning if you get it, it is very easy to get it and if you get it, chances of survival are very uh, minimal. Uh, we know the beauty of all this is that we know the gold standard keep safe uh, keep your physical distance you can keep the social distance online but the physical vi- the physical distance break it uh, or ensure you know you wash your hands and sanitize and most importantly wear your mask properly stop the business of putting your ma- mask below and where symptoms are consult a medical personnel yes so tina thank what you are your so final much. words <laughs> This whole thing. Ah, we've had so much. We've discussed, we've really. discussed so much. <laughs> yeah, okay. and of course, Maskman has summarized literally everything. But just stay safe, keep safe, keep in the house for now. That time will come for us to be out. So that's what I can only say. Thank you so much, Tina. For those that haven't subscribed to this channel yet, please consider doing so. Give this video a thumbs up so that it can be found by other people. You can leave your comment down there. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you want to. Um, 
me to address on this channel and i'll gladly do that uh, thank you for watching i'll be seeing you in my next video bye bye